What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. I'm ready. That's right. Hey, it's uh, Freak Bets Live with Pudge. Monday, October 5th. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm here. It's Monday. Uh, anybody wants to call in, I doubt it. But hey, 269-209-3316. It's kind of an open mic kind of thing. We're going to start doing these on Mondays now, starting at 7 p.m. each Monday. And uh, hey, this uh, live streaming podcast is sponsored by none other than Big Dick's Halfway In <laughs> Resort from Kalamazoo. Oh, oh that's right. That's God. our new sponsor. Nobody Lord. else. Nobody else wants to pick them up, but we decided to jump on it. So <laughs> I didn't jump on it. Well, that's figure of speech, I guess. Yikes! Oh man, my my ears are so plugged up. Whose fault is that? Everything sounds so quiet. Uh, well, anyway. Anywho. <laughs> but anywho. Um, yeah. Hey, what a weekend we had. Whirlwind weekend, right? It was a whirlwind weekend. I had more ways than ever to remember this last weekend. Oh my Lingering God. effects. Yes. <laughs> I have photographs to remember this weekend. Oh, God. Well, you know, it's a lot of fun, actually. Our first time back inside, what, since March? Yes. Pretty much. And uh, wow, what a difference when you're playing live outside in a parking lot or whatever and getting all your sounds all set up and then you come back inside and start playing inside. Um, it's first thing that happens, everything's all muffly. And then uh, volumes are like right up there. It was a cranking. But it took about a half set when we got everything all dialed in. And then, um, hey, place filled right up Friday night and had a good time. And it was the singer's birthday? Yeah. Well, actually, her birthday Well, her birthday Tuesday. celebration. Yeah, she likes to drag that out. <clears throat> yes. Don't you all. <laughs> well, not me. Oh, you do. You just don't say when your birthday is. You That's keep people right. guessing. Yeah. That's because I just get tired of the same old jokes. Same old. Same old, same old. Yeah. And then you got to sit there and grin and smile and blah, blah, blah. Well, the next birthdays are Pam and Joe. Ah, that's right. Uh, What is that, 21st, I think it was? 21st and 22nd. Yeah, and we got to play the 24th over at Wild Mike's over there in Bedford. So Uh, it's going to be a potty potty. Yeah, Halloween party starting off uh, early part of the month. And uh, and then, then, uh, what, the last day of the month, Saturday, Halloween, uh, we got another party to play. Yeah, I think you got to play the 30th at uh, Saints for Halloween, too, don't you? Really? Yes, um, I believe so. Oh, wasn't yeah, she saying Friday. something about... It's normal, the Friday before Halloween, yes. We normally would have played a Friday and Saturday, but... but well, now already, who she got for Saturday? It's uh, um, Fritz and the gang. Oh, boy. Have fun with that. <laughs> ah, really. But, uh, yeah, um... It's Monday, kind of cool out. In fact, it's supposed to warm up a little bit here, over here in dynamic downtown Hickory Corners, anyway. Dynamic downtown? No, that's where we're at. Second floor studio. Yes, our second floor studio. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Uh, so, But anyhow, yeah, it was a good weekend, a long weekend, but mm-hmm. it was good. And, okay, let's get this over with. 
What? Frank fell off his chair. No. <laughs> no, you didn't fall. I got pushed over. Right. Dwayne was a little intoxicated. A little. And was telling you how much he loved you <laughs> and proceeded to push you over chair and all. Musicians. Yes. And then you're both laying on the floor. That was pretty hilarious, We're actually. We're big one family. One big family. <laughs> Musician family. Oh, my God. It was. It, yeah. I wish I would have had a camera right then and there to take a picture of you two laying on the floor S- next to each other. Trying to trying to get out. Get, get up and get <laughs> motivating. I don't even remember going from the bar over to that table. I have no idea. What did we do? What, well, we were going to leave. Uh-huh. And then Judy... Judy. Julie stopped us to pay you. Mm-hmm. And then you sat down, and then Dwayne was talking to Julie, and then you were pointing at Julie, telling her how mean she was. <laughs> and then um, Dwayne was all up telling you how much he loved you, all up in your business, and pretty soon there you both went, plunk. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Oh, boy. Well, hey, you know. But alcohol. you had fun. Alcohol. What are you going to do? Nothing. I could write a book. Oh. I tell you, of all the times. Alcohol does really strange things. <laughs> Trust you know? me, I know. Especially when you blow through $70 worth. Wow. And that's the majority of shot. I was just talking to a buddy of mine today at work. He was uh, comparing notes with me. He was over at the Moose Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Same scenario. Uh, his wife said, you know, you gave me your last $50 out of 100 and you just kept buying everybody drinks. And he's like, I don't even remember saying that to anybody. Right. <laughs> I go, you know, I know how you feel there. You, you got people around you, you know, you're having a good time and you want everybody else to have a good time. And, you know, next thing you know, there you go. But, you know, that's my playing money. So... Well, it's not like we're living on it, but right. for sure, seventy, almost $75 is a lot of money to spend on booze. I'm trying to think. What's the most I've ever paid for a tab? Well, we paid, what, almost, uh-huh. was it 80 or something that one time? No, I, I well over 100 once, wasn't I? Somewhere around in there. I don't know. Not that like. I know of. But, yeah, anyway. Anywho. Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, there's, <clears throat> boy, if I could have saved every bit bit of money I made playing. <laughs> oh, my God. We'd be loaded. Well, let's see. What are they? Back in the 80s, I started out, I think my first gig, I got, even before my first $40 gig, I made 20 bucks. $20 my first one I didn't think she's ever gonna I didn't think she was gonna give us the gig and that was that place over there ah what's that over there by Marshall it's torn down now mm-hmm. yeah uh had the uh yeah uh, uh oh what two words that? together I know it um, something turn bend no <laughs> turn um <laughs> I tell you what Marshall I, and something yeah Mark Creek. Mark Creek. God, yeah. I used to love that place. It was a nice little bar. But, uh, yeah, it bugged her and bugged her. Let us play. And I don't think we knew 12 songs, probably. She goes, all right. We got the, um, what is it, uh, March Madness coming up. 
And uh, she goes, you guys can play in March. I went, duh. And that was like a couple of weeks away at the time. And I'm like, okay. Had no PA or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But I went out and what is that? I rented one for, I don't know, probably about 250, 300 bucks. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) That's when I was ambitious. (laughs) But I don't know. And there goes your damn dogs. Ah, this happens every time. Every time we have a podcast. It the does. dogs gotta bark. Why? Because they want to be included. Yeah, I got one for you here. Okay. Seeing how it's the ho- uh, Halloween themed month, being October and all, blah, yes. blah, blah. This is only the fifth. Um, I got one here. Ranking popular Halloween candy from worst to first. I got this off of mashed.com. Oh, um, what is it? Well, first of all, it says here each year about 600 million pounds of Halloween candy is purchased by Americans. While some of the candy you shouldn't eat, there's literally tons of amazing candy being handed out to trick-or-treaters on this spooky night. Whether you're doing the handing out or partaking in the trick-or-treating yourself, there's some sugary sweets, sweetness involved. And, uh, yeah, I used to, well, when I was or you know, out for Halloween there, I'd actually get, you know, your share of veg or not, you know, fruits like apples, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. And then money. Hand money? Out, yeah, they'd hand out 50 cent pieces or quarters or whatever. I must have lived in the wrong hood. I didn't get yeah, no money. Well, I told this story before, but I, I tried swinging around there a second time the guy caught me only for the fact that my buddy and i all we did was traded mass <laughs> like that's gonna do something you guys are just here weren't you no i think you were you better move on okay <laughs> oakley dokley yeah but um so you got a wild guess what number 17 could actually be and i know i don't think you like this particular piece of candy candy corn there you go Blech. <laughs> oh my god i don't know who invented that but you oh wow well you know what this guy puts it pretty good here it said the fact that candy corn hits the mainstream every year when halloween rolls around is so very confusing it seems like nobody really likes this candy the few who claim to like it are likely just clinging on to fond halloween memories from their childhood <laughs> everything about candy corn is terrible has a gross waxy texture oh yeah that's the worst is like trying to bite into it and your favorite line that causes you to gag unless you're prepared yes actually i like candy corn you know we used to have an old lady that lived down the street and every year she made popcorn balls oh yeah well she didn't wrap them up oh no it was kind of like that scene from The Wedding Singer where she's got the meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> little pieces, parts. Well, she's got one in her old nasty little hand, and she like just drop it in your bucket. And all your freaking candy stuck to it. It was, falling, <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> so oh. gross. Yeah. My dad liked them, though. She made a special one for um, my dad every year. A great i'm like little gross you can have mine dad well you know there's no real flavor to it tell you the truth except for just that little cane or uh, sugar rush you get out of it oh the candy corn yeah just yeah it has a flavor it's kind of weird a flavor candle wax corn yeah. syrup 
Let me see what the flavor actually is. Flavor of candy corn. Let's uh, see what they flavor well, it with. I pretty much described it. Candle wax and corn syrup. <laughs> What's candy corn supposed to taste like? Let's see. You know, they... Uh, you know, they make nine billion kernels of this candy every year. <laughs> nine billion. Oh, my gosh. Why don't they send it to the hungry people over there in them? Ugh. I don't know. Uh, The actual flavor of Jelly Bellies, formerly known by the family name Golitz Candy Corn, is a wonderful blend of creamy, fondant, rich marshmallow, and warm vanilla. Okay, it doesn't taste like that to me. Well, you know, I mean, really, I I don't mind them. I'll sit there and eat them. I'm not going to go looking for them, but usually you get them in those little packets, so you only get, like, what, about six or seven of them? Too many. And, uh, yeah, but uh, it says here, if candy corn is the only treat available, demand a trick instead. No shit. Oh, here's here's another nasty one, double bubble. Oh, those are my favorite. I love double bubble. Well. Mmm. Well, I don't know. But I like canned cigarettes, too. That comes in close with a candy corn. And I also like... The, remember the wax bottles with the juice in them? Mm. There's no flavor to it. I used to like those, and you sit there and chew on the wax. Ugh. What's bad is, you know, you take a couple of chews, and then it's gone, and you just spit it out. <laughs> you know, you, you compare it to other gums there, it's it's pretty boring flavor, really. <laughs> I used to love those. But, you know, I was... My dad used to buy me a Mountain Dew and a bag of M&Ms every morning before I went to school. Such a good dad. <laughs> Um, I had lots of friends on the bus. You know, they're saying some experts believe that double bubble contains carcinogens. <laughs> no wonder I like it. <laughs> Plus the fact it's rough to get out of carpeting after you choose it or in your hair. Now, I've done that before. I was double being mean, bubble gum. Let's see I, what it says about it. Mm. I, I actually have some down in the cupboard. I, well, no, it's just... It's a waste. Does double bubble gum kill groundhogs? Why do people ask these questions? Ugh, I don't know. Well, here's one here. Now, there's nothing wrong with this. Supposedly, groundhogs love this particular brand of bubble gum, but once they eat it, it gums up their insides and ultimately kills them. Ah, no thank you. That's Mm. gross. Anyway, what is it? Well, and I like this one, Butterfinger. I like like the little tiny Butterfingers, but that stuff really sticks in your teeth. Well, you know, as a kid, I really liked it. It was good. You got always got a lot for a candy bar. And, of Mm -hmm. course, as time goes on, just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's too much. (laughs) I can't eat all that. You You know what? What's the worst candy bar you've ever eaten, though? A Mars bar or a Zero Uh, bar. Ugh. I like my. I used to like Mars bars. No, anything that's like uh, Three Musketeers. I eesh. like those too. Those no, are my dad's favorite. Yes, all that fluffy. Cr- my dad liked mm. that candy bar. Ah, they're good. No, I was always a Snickers bar kind of person. And I don't like them. Um, what's the one with the pretzel in them? They're kind of relatively new. Pretzel. In them. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's making me gag just thinking about it. <clears throat> 
Well, it says here that uh, you should know bad or butter, bad finger. Butterfinger changed their recipe in 2019, with nasty being one of the adjective people now use to describe the new Butterfinger. While some people still find the new version to be compatible, comparable to the original, the original wasn't good enough to even take that risk. Mm. Considering that just about all other candy bars are superior, it wouldn't be long before you're met with a better alternative, especially around Halloween. Take five. Ugh, that's the one with Take the... Take five? Yeah, that's the one with the pretzels and peanut butter. Ew, I've so never, gross. I've never heard of that. Well, you're not missing anything. Oh, whatchamacallits. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Oh, those were good, too. Whatchamacallits. <laughs> the names they come up with. Or how about um what, marathon bars? Do you remember those? Marathon bars. Um, they were the ones that were twisted. They looked like they were in a braid. And it was like hmm. caramel with chocolate over the top of it. Oh, okay. Kind of like, yeah. See, I don't like that. That I don't know. You know, f- funny story. Cookie chocolate bars. No, it wasn't cookie. It was just caramel with chocolate on it. And it was like, looked like a braided shape. It was like this kinda, long. Kind of like a, oh, well, kind of like a Kit Kat bar. God. No, I, I like those too. They're so bland. But my dad actually had a marathon bar one time, and my dad had false teeth. <laughs> there you and go. And we're driving down the road, and he bit into it. Mm-hmm. And I said something to him, and all I heard was, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and he took a hold of the end of that candy bar, and all, his oh, teeth no. came out with it. <laughs> his teeth were stuck together. That's why he couldn't say anything to me. It was pretty funny. <laughs> well, you know what else goes good with false teeth? Nothing. Or loose teeth. Saltwater taffy. Oh, my God. That's number 14. It says, despite the name saltwater taffy, it has a lot of sugar in it and hardly any salt. That should be a clear hint that reality isn't always what it seems when it comes to this popular Halloween candy. I love saltwater taffy. I used to. Howard Johnson's used to have those big boxes of that. Oh, you can get it at um, Horrocks. Mm, They have the best taste of it now. I don't know. I kind of lost interest in uh, saltwater taffy, but uh, yeah. Cotton candy. Oh, I used to love that one. I'd go to the fair, get that cotton candy. It'd be sticky from head to toe. Well, that stuff just disappears so fast, too. By the time you get to really taste it or anything, it it just disappears. Okay, so what is the worst? The what is the worst Halloween candy then? That was it. The uh, oh the the candy corn. Candy corn. I'm going backwards here. Oh. So what's the best the best then? Well, let's see here. Ah, there's Milky Way at 10. Boo. Jolly Ranchers are 9. Really? Starburst. Now, those are good. Those are number mm-hmm. 8. Come on. Back in 1950, there's that Kit Kat. Boo. Yum. Hot tamales, man. Them are good. Lick. I love those things. I sit there and, oh, M&M's. Come on now. <coughs> Sour Patch Kids. Oh, <coughs> man, you bite into one of them bad boys, and it's over, Johnny. Julie likes those. Ugh. Really? Ugh. <gasps> Number three, Snickers. Number three? Yep. Snickers are a uh, Halloween mainstay that never gets old. If you love these candy bars when you were growing up, then you still love them today. Unlike the aforementioned Butterfinger disaster, it doesn't taste as if Snickers has ever messed uh, with their recipe, and I believe that. The only thing I don't like about... Snickers is those little fun sides, those little fun bites. Mm-hmm. You just get this little bitty bite, and that's it. 
you know, now you got to go and work again, open up another little wrapper, get another little bite. No, that's not fun size. It's disaster size. I don't like that. I just want the full-size Snickers bar. So, and number two, Skittles. Mm. I like Skittles. Not a big fan of Skittles. Yeah. I mean, all the different flavors. Nothing wrong with that. I think my favorite, favorite candy bar now Mm. is 100 Grand. Mm-hmm. I love those. No, but you know what the number one is? No, it is my favorite. Quit saying no. According to this page. What? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. One other topic of the best candy is discussed. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are almost always crowned the winner. According to a 2019 poll, 36% of Americans have deemed Reese's Peanut Butter Cups the ultimate Halloween candy, and for good reason. The chocolatey taste and the peanut buttery taste join forces to create a scrumptious flavor that is unrivaled in the candy oh universe. Oh, my God. No. I can't get enough of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Of course, it, they are sweet. It's kind of like seafood. You know, you you can eat, you know, yeah. that, and then you're good for a little while. Now, I have a friend that can attest to this. We used to clean for an old lady. Oh, I can, oh it wasn't. Never mind. It wasn't Reese's. It was Hershey's Kisses. She would make these cookies, and she'd put the Hershey's Kiss on top of it, and she'd be like, oh, here, I made you some cookies, and we'd just look at each other like, no. (laughs) That was like, you had to drink a gallon of milk with like one cookie. It was so dry. But I was thinking it was the Reese's one, but no, it was Hershey's Kiss. Never mind. Yeah. Never, never mind. Well, here's one. Here's uh, last year's. 2019 Halloween by the numbers. This is like $8.8 billion projected Halloween-related spending for Halloween. Are they even going to let us trick-or-treat this year? I don't know, but 76% of Americans will spend $50 or less on or for Halloween this year. $50 or less? Where are they getting their candy? Shit, about a whole bag costs 15 bucks now. <laughs> I know. And then, and then they're smaller pieces you're not getting yeah they're not there's like what is there it's kind of like potato chips you get this big giant you know family fun grab bag open it up and it's only like a third full yeah oh because that's for shipping give me a break whatever says 68 percent of americans plan to celebrate halloween i guess i am the only reason i'm celebrating halloween is because i got to play on halloween and halloween is my favorite and 32% of Americans are throwing or attending a party. Ah, here you go, Pudge. 44% of Americans plan to carve a pumpkin. Ooh. Oh, well. And don't rinse them in bleach. Yeah. Vinegar and water. See, I didn't know none of that stuff. I was, where did I see that? I saw it on Facebook somewhere. I think you were showing me or something. I didn't know why. I didn't know anybody. I've never heard of that bleach to preserve them a little bit better yeah i've heard of it hmm no hey see here we're uh i just heard this today on the uh the radio airbnb blocking some rentals over halloween weekend to stop parties you hear about these parties Uh uh-uh oh man i can see where this could happen but uh, according to cat 2 um, 
on the internet here. Airbnb will prohibit one-night rentals over Halloween weekend as part of its ongoing effort to crack down on party houses. The action announced Friday comes uh, nearly a year after a deadly shooting at an Airbnb in Orendo, California. Five people were killed in the shooting, which happened during an unauthorized Halloween party. Mm. What it is, is these uh, these kids will rent a B&B mm-hmm. to an un, unsuspecting person. And, you know, they, and it's just a night. They're just going to rent, you know, for the weekend or, for you know, for like a Saturday night or whatever. Right. And they turn around, and of course, you know, the owners aren't around because these people are renting this particular place, and right. they invite all their friends over, and they absolutely rip that place apart, mm. and then they all leave. Oh Some God. of them actually are have have to be forced to leave. Police have to show up out there to get them to leave there, and some of them don't do it. You get on uh, YouTube there, you'll see some crazy stuff. These people take these parties pretty damn serious. Mm. But uh, they said they banned the one-night rentals of entire homes in the U.S. and Canada on October 30th and 31st. Previously booked one-night rentals can be canceled, and Airbnb will offer refunds. Mm. So, yeah, watch yourself. Oh, my God. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even imagine thinking about doing that. Yeah. Trashing somebody's house. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, that's what these these people do. And they do that, I guess, a lot in New York there. I was reading up a story uh, about this happening in New York, where, but it turned out to be like an orgy kind of thing. What? Yeah. Well, these couples would host this party at a rented apartment, like a timeshare, you know, where they... Mm-hmm. And they'd go in there and have a giant party in that place, knowing they're going to eventually going to get kicked out, you know, because it just gets carried away. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of illicit stuff goes yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've seen pictures where these people are just, you know, shaking their heads like, what happened? <laughs> mm. I just rent this out to some a lovely couple. Right. And it turns out they just tore that place to shreds. And I'm talking about the walls, the carpets, everything completely torn out. That's just, that's insane. Yeah. I guess I was raised better than that. Well, it's, you know. I couldn't find any fun in tearing somebody else's place apart. To me, that wouldn't even be a thought in my thought process. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Here's something I didn't realize. Going what? from one extreme to the other. Uh-oh, hang on a minute. I think an advertisement's going to try and come on. Oop, nope, there it goes. It says here, and this is for McDonald's. Well, it says why you should always ask for a receipt at McDonald's. Do you know why? Why? Well, if you catch a craving for burgers and fries, McDonald's is always a short drive away. But to ensure you get a fresh meal every time, you might need to take one extra step. And this person goes, who says he, uh, this person says that they worked at, uh, for the fast food chain for one year, McDonald's. Claims the staff gives extra perks to customers who ask for a receipt. Doing so will practically guarantee you're served the freshest, hottest food. And according to uh, McDonald's employees, uh, they're trained to watch out for mystery shoppers mm. or gap busters, people who are paid to visit McDonald's restaurants and rate their experience at certain points in the day. 
These shoppers tend to dine between two or twelve to two p.m. and five to seven p.m. And hmm. what they do is because their reviews factor into the store's rating, every store manager will do everything to ensure this rating is as positive as possible. So these undercover diners are typically reimbursed for their purchase, so they will ask for a receipt. That's, oh. It signals to the employees that may have a gap buster on their hands, so that's why they go out of their way. Oh, I guess I should start doing that from now on so I quit getting the F up, F up orders. Oh, my God. It's like, I swear, they ruin, you know, anything. You know, I, I've been lucky. I I mean, the times I've gone there myself, you know, through the drive-thru, and then you you pull up and you open up your stuff there. I've, I've never had a problem with something missing. I mean, I've had problems with stuff, obviously, cold, like fries and stuff, where mm-hmm. they're just kind of that nasty cold but they're not supposed to uh uh sell that stuff after 10 minutes they usually well, have you a know little, they will they usually have a little um placard or something they set up beside a group of food hamburgers or whatever and it has a, a time noted on it hmm. and they've got like you know anything over 10 minutes they have to uh count it and then toss it into a big bin now, i don't know if they actually still do that or not but that's the word out. That's the word. Bird is <laughs> bird is the word. That's the word out. So I don't know. So what's this about uh, haunted houses? What do you? Oh, fifteen of the freakiest real life haunted house stories you'll ever hear. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. The Lemp Mansion in St. Louis, Missouri. The thirty-three room home was built in eighteen sixties by William Lemp. He ended up killing himself in 1904 after his youngest of four sons, Frederick, died. A few years later, his wife also died of cancer in the house. Then in 1922, uh, William Lemp Jr. shot himself in the same room that William Sr. killed himself. What kind of family is that? I know. And if it weren't enough tragedy for one place, in 1949, Charles Lemp's Lemp Williams' third son shot his dog in the basement of the home and then killed himself in his bedroom. What's his name? Lemp William Lemp. <laughs> I know it's like I can't get it out. Lemp. Lemp L E M P. Oh, how'd you like to grow up with that name? Today, the Lemp Mansion is a restaurant and inn that also holds events. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, I don't want to go there. It's in St. Louis anyway. What pissed them off there to be doing all that? I don't know. Just crazy families? I guess. Must be they got some bad Chinese back in the day or something. (laughs) What about the Velisca Axe Murder House in Velisca, Iowa? Oh, I've heard about this. Eh. On June 10th, 1912, Josiah and Sarah Moore were Mm -hmm. bludgeoned to death inside their home in Velis, how do you say it? Veliska, Iowa. Their four children and two friends who were spending the night were also killed. And to this day, the crime remains a mystery. Their home is considered one of the most haunted houses in the country. Ah, uh, people people pay four hundred dollars a night to stay. Uh uh-uh, uh, I stay in that house. <laughs> That's crazy. You know something I heard haven't heard you say in a while. What? I guess you're more talented than I am. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> and you won't, because now you have it on. I told you I was going to isolate that if I got Dork. To. I, I just did that. Isolate by. this. Uh, oh, come on now. Nobody can see the finger. <laughs> it's true, though. But anyway, there are a oh, ton yeah. of Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona. Well, who's going to go to Arizona? Not me. You but got anything local, like out of Michigan or anything? Oh, well, are there people in Michigan even listening to us? <laughs> I've actually, hello. You. According to the analytics I've gotten from Spreaker and uh, Anchor, well, I keep see. up with them both. They're two separate uh, hosts for this show, and uh, yeah. Let's see. They're spread out there pretty good. They're not really. They're not even showing really their attractions. Not yeah. Huh. Well, let's see. Real. Let's type in real haunted houses in Michigan. Real haunted houses in Pontiac, Michigan. Let's see. No Pontiac. You need something like straight up north. Well, there's lots of haunted like. Um, well, like uh, what about uh, lighthouses? Yeah, and lighthouses stuff like, and stuff like that. Now, how could those be haunted? From people dying on the shores, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's. Mm. Or ghosts just deciding they like to live beachside, I don't know. Are they going to have haunted houses and stuff like that? Have you read up on that at all? Um, I would think now that uh, the you know Michigan Superior Court shut down Whitmer mm-hmm. as far as the uh, lockdown and stuff. Um, I just wonder, of course, I'm sure people are still freaked out wanting to wear a mask and keep away from each other. But we used to have quite a few of those places around town. They'd take mm-hmm. some of these uh, buildings that have been, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's been in them for a while, and they just rent them out for the weekend or the week, and they fix them all up. You ever go to those ones downtown? Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like back in the 90s. No. Where they, they would just outdo themselves. To, and it would cost like twenty twenty five bucks to go through it, and it'd take you about a half hour. But you could you're standing outside waiting to go in there, and you can hear people literally just screaming like crazy. So you're thinking, you know, you mean they cool. weren't screaming hello like <laughs> I always do when I go through? Yeah, like that's gonna help. Okay, here's some in Michigan: the Doherty Hotel in Clare, Michigan. All right, that's up north and, a little bit. Uh, and it used to be a meeting place for the Mafia and Purple Gang. I don't know what the Purple Gang is. That's, I guess I'm going to have to look that up. The Terrace Inn and 1911 Restaurant in Petoskey. Yeah. That's also. Um, that it's not really giving me anything, any information on them. The Whitney Restaurant in Detroit. Wow. And, and Soul Shoy, oh, I don't know even how to say this. Soul Shoy Point Lighthouse in Gulliver. <laughs> I don't know. I Mich- never heard of that. Michigan's first state prison in Jackson. Mm, nope. Oh, Mackinac Island. <clears throat> hmm. No. Yes. I don't know. But anywho. But anywho. But um, anywho. Anyway, sir. Anything else going on before we sign off? Because we're already blown through some time. Here. Now listen. What? Next week, if anybody wants to call in for some 
good ideas for me to dress up in hall- for Halloween. I I want the ideas. Yeah, see, I need an idea too. I mean, I don't know. I might come as a crazy clown or something. Oh my god, that's poor. Um, okay, boring. here's no. Now here's my thinking because okay. being a musician, I have to play guitar, and it's tough wearing a mask and cranking your head around there to look at your guitar or any kind of settings you got to make or anything like that. And like I've said before. I mean, I've come up with some pretty cool stuff, and I, you know. It's all about Frank. I guess you're more talented than I am. There, see? All about Frank. Yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, I can really get dressed up, some cool stuff there, but I always wind up having to take the mask off, and then now you're looking stupid because people don't really, you know, understand what you're trying to be. Because he's wearing his regular clothes, and people just think he's him, you know. No, I've dressed up a really good one. I I dressed up as Frankenstein one time. I had the the nice sport coat, had the big heavy um oh sponges on the shoulder, like shoulder pads, you know, where everything's all mm-hmm. squared off, the black nails, and I had a really cool mask. But anyway, back to me. Oh, sorry. I don't have to be dictated by instruments or anything like that. So Think of something cool I can be for Halloween. Well, now, what were you last time? See, it, that was how uneventful that was. I don't think I dressed up last year. Yeah. Because we didn't... No, we, I don't... No, even, we didn't do anything last year. Well, I mean, the last time that you did dress up. Oh, the last time I dressed up, I was... Um, oh. It, it was, you know, the Wizard of Oz. So, right? And that's the one we... Oh, no, or no. was it the... Was it the 60s or oh, 70s God, thing? Oh, that was like way back. So I don't know what You had it was. the big glasses and the, the crazy yeah. hair and all that stuff? Yeah. I don't know. See? See, I think the last time we did Halloween, it was at the P&A. They uh-huh. had that private party. Oh, and yeah. And I didn't dress up, so. Nah, I didn't either. I just got ticked off and said, screw it. Because <laughs> you always do. Well, I mean, you know, I'm getting tired of coming as a hamburglar <laughs> or a burglar. To be more specific. If you, know. you go as the Hamburglar this year, I'll be one of the French Fry Kids. Do you remember the French Fry Kids? No, I don't. They have the little mop-looking things. Hey, we could go as a light switch and socket. No. Come on now. No. Come on now. I told, I told Julie, I said, I'll be the Golden Arches, and it'll say... One billion served on my chest. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh Not going to happen. No. See, that's all you'd hear all night long is those stupid little jokes about that. One billion served, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) La-di-da-da-ha-ha. Whatever. But anywho. But you know what? Uh, Here comes that music. Much love. Peace out. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll be back next Monday night. Who knows what we'll talk about. Hopefully, maybe I can have somebody come on, have a little chat with them, do a little interview or whatever. So, I don't know. We'll catch everybody later. I guess you're more talented than I am.